Hello, Bridge Builders! I'm here with some exciting news. The first volume of interviews is now available on Amazon.com. The link can be found at eatlunchandboardgame.com. I promise that all proceeds from sales of this book will go right back into this podcast and channel. Whether that is new and better audio equipment for the podcast, or video equipment for the YouTube channel, or even more games to review, the money will not be wasted. Click over to Amazon and get your copy of Eat Lunch and Board Game, the first course today. And thank you for supporting the show. Welcome back to Lunch and Board Game. I'm your host, Adam Collins. And today we're going to talk about Millborn. One night I was reading a book about board games to the sun as his bedtime story, as one nerdy father does. And it talked about this card game from 1954 about car racing. Well, obviously, we were intrigued. So as I was doing my usual research for the podcast episode, I came across a very interesting thing. Now, I knew that Millborn was a French game that Parker Brothers was reluctant to sign because they already had touring. This information I had gleaned from another book that I read to myself as my own bedtime story. Both games are about driving your car a certain distance and playing cards to slow down and sabotage your opponents. What I learned, however, was that there was a game called Grass. This game took the same basic mechanics of touring in Millbourne and themed it around marijuana dealing. Obviously, I hunted this game down and bought a copy off of eBay. Sadly, the copy that I bought did not come in the original hemp bag, as I got a newer edition as opposed to the original edition. More on this edition later in the episode. Millbourne was designed by Edmond Dujardin, and it is loosely based on touring a game from 1906. Touring originally had a much lower mile card and speed limits based on being in the city or in the country. You could drive much faster in the country, like a whole 10 miles an hour, or 16 kilometers per hour. But that was also 115 years ago. A version of this game has been around for a long time. The game gets its name from the RN7, which is a roadway that connects Paris to Italy's border, and it is roughly 1,000 kilometers. Millborn has been published by at least 26 known publishers in its long lifetime. That is outright incredible. It also outsold Monopoly one year. It plays two, three, four, or six players. If playing with six players, it becomes a team game. Well, Millborn only has a 5.7 rating with 7,500 ratings on BoardGameGeek, it has endured the test of time very well. Everyone that I talk to about it has fond memories of playing it, or the people that I show it to and introduce it to immediately enjoy it as well. So let's look at how Millborn has stayed relevant for so long. Rule Clarity well, there appears to be two rule sets out there for Millborn. It looks like the original is much, much more math-centric, whereas a newer set is just a race to 1,000 milestones, and you're done. 
I have the latter, and I must say that the rules are quite clear. Simply put, you race to a thousand milestones. In the other rule set, which I will review later, you play a series of hands, keeping score in between each hand based on your progress and cards played. It's a little more complex, and I would recommend learning the newer way first, and then go ahead and play the original way. Time to explain to newcomers. Billborn takes less than 10 minutes to explain. The hard part is remembering what remedy fixes and what safety protects from what hazard. Once you show them the cards and explain that, the only other rule to explain is the coup foray, which is French for counter thrust. This occurs when an opponent plays a hazard card on you and you have in your hand the proper safety card. You get to play it immediately and then you get to take a turn no matter if it was your turn next or not. Gameplay. Billborn is a simple game mechanic. Draw a card, play a card. To start, deal every player six cards. First player then draws a card and plays or discards a card. If there's a discard pile, instead of drawing, you can take the top card off the discard stack. Cards are played in front of the player in a tableau with like milestone cards stacked to make it easier for scoring and seeing who should be sabotaged. You can play a milestone card if you have a go card in play and no active hazards. If this is the case, you can play a 25, 50, 75, 100, or the elusive 200 milestone card. Quick note, you can only play two of the 200 cards in one game, and there are four in the deck. The only hazard where you can still play a milestone card before fixing it is the speed limit. This hazard still allows you to play 25 and 50 milestone cards as the speed limit is 50 or below. An end speed limit card allows you to go back to playing over 50. If you have an active hazard played on you, you must play the correct remedy or safety card to get moving again. This could be the spare tire for the flat tire, gas for the out of gas, repair for the accident, or another go card for the stop card. There are four safety cards that permanently protect you from certain hazards. The driving ace will protect you from accidents. The extra tank or fuel tank, depending on your addition, will protect you from running out of gas. Puncture-proof tires from flat tires. And the emergency vehicle or right-of-way card prevents stop cards and speed limit cards. Like I mentioned earlier, if you have one of these safeties in your hand when an opponent plays the corresponding hazard, you can play it immediately. Score 200 points, not toward the 1,000 milestones, and then take your turn. This is the coup for A. Another option for playing a card is to play a hazard card on an opponent that is currently moving and does not have another hazard card currently in play. If your opponent has not yet started, you cannot play a hazard card on them. If they have a speed limit card, they cannot be hindered further until that one is resolved. Lastly, if you do not have a play, you must discard a card, as the hand limit is always 6. There's also a lot of strategy in what to hold in your hand, what to discard, when to play a milestone card for yourself versus when to hinder an opponent, or if and when to lift the speed limit off yourself. The wife typically leaves the speed limit card unresolved, and somehow she seems to have an endless supply of 50 milestone cards. And she will eventually creep her way to victory. When a player ends their turn with 1,000 or more milestones, the game is over. Then the player with the highest score wins. Now, this may not necessarily be the same player. If a person has played a lot of safety cards, 
for 100 points. Or 200 points for a coup foray. They could win the game without even making a thousand milestones. This is typically how the sun wins. Did you notice how I did not mention how I win? That's because I typically do not win. This does not stop me from thoroughly enjoying the game though. Other. The other set of rules requires that the goal amount be reached exactly. No one may exceed the 1,000 milestones. Then points are added up by each player based on 1 point for every milestone traveled, 100 points for every safety, even if you use an Akufore, 300 points if a single player has all four safety cards in their tableau, and 300 points for any Akufore by that player. Then the player that caused the end of the round also scores points, 400 for completing the trip, 300 if the draw pile was exhausted. It is not reshuffled in this set of rules, but we shuffle based on our rulebook. 300 the trip was made without any 200 milestone cards played in their tableau, and 500 if somehow the winning player completes the trip before an opponent has played any distance cards. And good grief, I hope I never play a game where that happens. The deck is then shuffled, dealt, and a new round starts. This continues until someone has scored over 5,000 points. As you can tell, these rules are a little bit more extensive. Still, though, they're not that crazy. You just need to add a pad and pencil. Replayability. Being a card game, replayability is built into the game. The question becomes, do you want to replay it? And the answer to that is a resounding yes! Absolutely. Millborn plays very quickly if played by the rules in my version. It is quick, fun, and easy to reset hand after hand. My family and I will tend to play two or three games in one sitting. And I will tend to lose two or three games in one sitting. Artwork. With this game pushing 70 years of age, there has been a lot of different artwork over the time. I prefer the artwork that I have in my set by Dujardin over the art in the Winning Moves version, which I also have. I found my original version much easier to score and play. The one from Winning Moves is much harder to score as it doesn't have scores on the remedy cards in either positioning, portrait, or landscape. This makes it easy to see if it was used in a coup for a. Component quality. With this being a card game, the only thing here to look at is the card quality. I bought a copy brand new from my friendly local game shop, and it came in a metal tin. The tin, well, it's held up nicely. The cards are showing somewhere, but I kind of expected that. I mean, it was bought in February of 2021. And as of this recording, in November of 2021, it has been played over 40 times already. It jumped from new to the second most played game in my game tracking app in that amount of time. That is how much we love this game. The good news is you can probably find a copy at your local consignment shop as I have already bought a new copy for less than $6. I have read that versions come in molded plastic car-shaped card holders too, but I have yet to find one of these copies for myself. Lunchtime potential. I think it is obvious that Millborn has great lunchtime potential. It is quick to explain. Quick to set up, quick to play, and quick to reset and play again. Bang for the buck. I will say it again, my family loves this game. I bought it new from the dusty shelf at my friendly local game shop and paid the full retail price because they refused to give me a discount of $14.99. And I would gladly pay that again. Well, except maybe not really. I found the same copy at a consignment shop and made my sister buy it 
for $5.99. I then found the Winning Moves Edition at the same store on a later trip for $5.99. And I had to have it. That's not to count how many different versions I've seen at other consignment shops. This is a good game that I will continue to pick up when I see it and give it out to people. It is just that good. I'm going to talk about the other versions of Millborn as there are no expansions to this game. Touring. Touring came out in 1906, almost 50 full years before Millborn. It was designed by William Roche. It was patented by Wally Door Company in 1906, and it was acquired by Parker Brothers in 1925. The game originally had mileage cards of 1, 3, 5, and the super fast 10. Now, you couldn't play the 10-mile card if you were in the city. You had to be in the country. The game only went to 50 miles or 100 if you wanted to play a longer version. Like with Millborn, a go card is required to get started on the journey. Delay cards were played on opponents, and based on the delay, the receiving end had to discard one, two, three, or maybe even four cards plus the required remedy. For instance, a collision required three cards to be discarded and a hauled-in card to be played before the driver could continue. Over the years, touring has been updated with higher mileage cards, new delays, and new remedies. Winning Moves had a version of the game available in 2014, and it looks like they were the last to publish any version of this classic game. Alright, we're going to talk about Grass. Designer Jeff London and publisher Eurogames brought Grass to the market in 1980. It takes the same general mechanics of the original rules of Millborn and applies them to cannabis dealing. The goal is to score slash sell $250,000 worth of reefer. The gameplay is similar and things have been rethemed to match. There are pedal cards for milestones. They come in six different varieties. Homegrown in Mexico, both worth $5,000. Colombia and Jamaica, $25,000. Panama for $50,000. And there is one Dr. Feelgood worth an amazing $100,000. Any card you discard is discarded into the wasted pile, not the discard pile. There are heat-on hazard cards like Bust, Detained, Felony, Search and Seizure, the Heat Off Remedy cards are Immunity, Hearsay, Evidence, A Breeze to Fly, and Charges Dropped. There are a handful of new types of cards like Nirvana, Paranoia, Protection, and Skim. The round ends when a player plays the Market Closed card. This ends the round immediately, and it is scored. This card can be played at any time. If the draw power runs out, however, the round is over. Here's how this game scores. You add up the pedal money. Then the banker skims. If someone plays the banker card during their turn, that player gets to add 20% from each player's pedal money that is unprotected. This amount is then deducted from the player's pedal amount. Then you pay any fines from paranoia. Then you subtract the largest unplayed pedal card still in each player's hand. Finally, this subtotal is added up, and the player with the highest score at the end of the round receives a $25,000 bonus. It is possible to end a round with negative points. When any dealer or player passes 250 k 
the game is over, and the player with the highest points wins. I own this version, but I have yet to get it to table. It is not appropriate for my son to play, and I have not introduced this to work yet, as it seems to be a little NSFW. Then there was a Cars 2 edition in 2011. I found this gem of an edition on eBay, of course. It comes in a Lightning McQueen carrier for the deck. There's a similar version of Millborns where the box insert was a car. The hazard cars are themed with characters from the Cars films, and it plays the same, but it is hella cute, and I bought it for the sun as a present. There is a Millborn Mario Kart edition out there, and I won it! It comes to the board and driver tokens to move your car around with each played card, as you can then track even better as you get ever so close to the 1,000 milestones. Sadly, this version seems to only be available in France, and I can just not justify the $70 or more on procuring it at this time. Like in Cars 2 Edition, the game is themed with cars and hazards from the popular video game series. Billborn Express 2009. I would be remiss if I failed to mention that there is an Express Edition for this game. It comes with fewer cards, 60 in lieu of the original 110, fewer cards in your hand, and it plays faster. I have neither played this version nor own it. In summary, chances are that Grandma and Grandpa might even have a copy of this game collecting dust in their game closet, as was the case with my in-laws. Of course, we didn't know that before we went and spent the $15 at the game shop. Anyway, with the simple, fast, and fun gameplay, it is fun for the whole family. Amazon is currently selling an edition for $14.99, and it is well worth that. But, like I said, before you buy this game for $15, I would try looking at your local consignment shop and your grandparents' basement. No game in my collection can rival Millborn to its rise to the top three played games in my collection. Millborn has been around for close to 70 years, and I have no doubt it'll be around for 70 more. It is simply a classic. So do yourself, your gaming group, and your family a favor, and get a copy of this classic by Edmund Dujardin. You can reach out to me at facebook.com slash eatlunchandboardgame, visit my webpage at podpage.com slash eatlunchandboardgame, all hyphenated out, or email me at eatlunchandboardgame at gmail.com. And remember, board games build bridges. Stay in tune with all things sports around Indiana and the nation with the Crash Course Podcast. Each week, we tackle the big storylines from the world of the Colts, Pacers, and the Indiana College scene, while also keeping a pulse on the nation. We record live weekly at twitch.tv slash 3C Media, and can be found on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever podcasts can be heard, you can catch the Crash Course Podcast. When you're gaming, why not be comfy? Go over to supportplayer.org. Click on the cards, pieces, and dice to get some merch. These t-shirts are some of the most comfortable I have ever worn. That's supportplayer.org, and there's a link on eatlunchandboardgame.com.